This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Lisa Tank, Chief Medical Officer, and Dr. Sarah Timapuri, Medical Director of the Office of Medical Affairs at Hackensack University Medical Center in Hackensack, New Jersey. And Dr. Tank and Dr. Timapuri, thank you so much for being here today. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, before we dive into the questions, I wanted to know a little bit more about each of you and your backgrounds. Dr. Tank, we'll start with you. Could you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yes, thank you, Laura, and uh, it's a pleasure being here. Um, I'm Lisa Tank. I'm the Chief Medical Officer at Hackensack University Medical Center, which is part of the Hackensack Meridian Health Network. Um, I'm a trained geriatrician, um, did my fellowship at Hackensack, and then uh, became a fellowship director of geriatrics, and then continued working in the as an attending in geriatrics, and did um, house calls for about eight years, and uh, continued to grow at Hackensack. I also did a fellowship in um, at the Greater New York Hospital Association in clinical quality, and which really made a big difference in how I practice, but also how I evolved as a leader. And I still uh, am a practicing geriatrician, and Love every bit of it. Uh, with that, I'll let Sarah go next. Thank you. Thank you again, Laura. Thank you for the invitation. And um, I'm the immediate past president of the medical staff here at Hackensack UMC. I previously have served as the chief quality information officer, so with a background in IT, and also as the interim chief quality officer for the North Region at um, Hackensack Meridian Health. I am a practicing cardiologist, and currently, as you had said, I'm serving as the medical director at Medical Affairs here. Um, I do work very closely with Dr. Tank as the chief medical officer, and it is a pleasure to be here looking forward to our discussion. Fantastic. Well, we'll dive right into it. What are your top priorities today, and how do you anticipate they're going to change in the next 12 months? So, Laura, I think that's, that's a question I think all leaders have been asking themselves since this last year has been um, quite challenging. And uh, I'll tell you that I think the most important thing uh, for us is really reframing and rebuilding um, how healthcare is delivered. Um, we are currently running two hospitals, uh, literally uh, COVID and non-COVID, and uh, hoping that, you know, vaccinations and all the prophylactic and uh, preventive uh, things that we are doing to contain COVID uh, continue to evolve. But I think it's important to start thinking, right, um, what did this year do? This year did make us uh, take a step back in a way, pause, and think innovatively. How are we going to uh, deliver our health uh, to our patients? And in different areas, right, telehealth has been one of the major things uh, that uh, came to the forefront and uh, it was embraced and it was highly successful because the most important thing is how do you provide access, right? That's the key thing. And it's a whole new paradigm now. So I would say, you know, innovation, being creative, having the courage uh, to take that leap, being compassionate and empathetic is the most important thing. And I won't say the last thing, but I think in the four C's of HMH and the spirit of HMH is uh, being collaborative because you can't do this alone. You need a whole team standing next to you, beside you, in front of you to continue to do this. And one of the things that has always been near and dear to my heart is delivering healthcare at home and hospital at home. And I would say that we've come back in a full circle. Um, but, uh, uh, but one thing we do have to do in 2021 is deliver high-quality, patient-centered care, and yet modernize uh, the current therapies. So still keep that human touch as the center of it. 
Um, with that, Sarah, I'm sure you have thoughts uh, that you want to share. Yeah. Very well said. And you know, I think you mentioned, you know, how do we deliver safe and efficient care? And you know, t critical to that and central to that is our team member safety as well. So I think we all know burnout and moral injury um, in healthcare. That that was really critical even before the global pandemic. But now, with all of our clinicians serving patients and really putting themselves on the front lines during the pandemic, um, this has just been magnified and has greatly increased. Uh, all of our clinicians just face this ongoing, constant background concern and worry, one, about their patients, and then two, about ourselves as well, and that constant mm -hmm. nagging fear, are we going to be bringing home COVID to our loved mm -hmm. ones? And, you know, that really does take a toll. And uh, Hackensack Meridian Health has made clinician wellness a priority for the entire network, and, and it's going to be really a key focus as we keep going through this next one year and the next year after that as well. Uh, you know, another key here and another top priority is uh, diversity and inclusion as two really key components uh, on our road to improving healthcare equity. And, you know, unfortunately, we all know that healthcare outcomes are still tied in some really meaningful way, for example, to our zip codes. And, you know, we're very proud that our CEO, Bob Garrett, you know, he is deeply committed to diversity and equity and inclusion, and it's a, it's a major goal of our network. And one of our key opportunities here is our School of Medicine. And so if we can stress these priorities with our students right at the outset of their careers in healthcare, then I think we can truly positively impact, you know, future leaders. Yeah, I think it's really well said, Laura, that Sarah just, um, you know, talked about our medical students. Uh, currently, we have medical students in all professions. Uh, I think a unique factor that our medical school does is it's, it's an interprofessional school um, that um, all different specialties are trained and all different professions are trained under. And we have made a commitment at Hackensack University Medical Center and HMH is we want our institutions to be safe where folks come in, they can practice medicine, take care of patients. So it is both patient safety and uh, quality, but also it is creating an environment uh, for the team members to also practice in a safe environment. Those are really excellent points. And thank you so much for walking me through that. I think as you talk about how healthcare delivery is changing and what it really takes in order to be able to make sure everyone has access to care, but at the same time, you know, taking care of the caregivers, um, have make sure physicians and staff members and nurses and everybody involved is, you know, really um, feeling like they're being able to deliver their best selves to work every day, especially after the pandemic, obviously is really important. So I think it's fascinating to see how all of those things connect together and really make a huge difference for um, health system and healthcare delivery today. Now, given all those aspects of healthcare that we just talked about, I'm wondering, how are you thinking about strategic growth? So, you know, as we talked about all these different components, right? So as we always say, it takes a village. It truly does take a village. But at the same time, I think it is crucial, right, that institutions that have the history and the bandwidth that HUMC and HMH have, um, growth is a key factor, right? You can't get stagnant. Um, your communities expect that. Your uh, teams expect that, that you're going to continue to evolve and grow. And I think, you know, currently as we think strategy, what are we thinking? So you're thinking of leveraging a network that is spread across New Jersey and has amazing skilled folks and team members and interprofessional 
Um, so you, you start leveraging that and you truly build a cohesive team um, that's going to serve the communities. Um, and that's, that's a very important thing. And then bringing all those teams and networks together to have a focused goal and um, and best practices. Um, I think that's going to be a very important thing because that healthcare delivery model is the one that is going to provide um, patient-centric, high-quality care, and leveraging that network um, is going to shape that uh, future of healthcare delivery. And I know I, I do stress on healthcare delivery models because you know we've tried different models and we've learned from that. But the key thing is really also coming back to the basics, right? So what are we talking about? We are truly talking about transformation in healthcare, right? So you want to have a positive intent and you want to make sure that we had a pandemic, right? This happened 100 years later. Um, how are you going to take the medicine, the art of medicine that you have practiced and learned and been educated on and how how you're going to uh, incorporate the new innovative things that uh, the industry has brought forward because industry has continued to innovate um, and that's going to be important. So what we did at Hackensack Meridian Health and Hackensack University Medical Center is really making that focus uh, targeted, so really at the sharp end and creating health transformation service lines and I think that's really crucial. So for example, for cardiology, uh, for uh, neurosciences, women and children's behavioral health. I think those are really some of the ones I've named, and primary care. And as, as we think strategy, we also have to think about workforce, right? Uh, recruitment and retention and training, but at the same time uh, looking at the front lines to deliver that healthcare to the communities. And, and I'll be very honest with you, I think it just can't be um, healthcare delivery at front lines anymore, it also, you have to continue to fill that cup, right? So thinking about research, uh, bench research, uh, we have uh, what we call as a CDI, Center of Discovery and Innovations. How do you utilize uh, clinical scientists, physician scientists, how do you bring them from bench research to clinical research and creating different models? where you are going to do, uh, you're going to try different things and you're going to make sure that you have evidence-based medicine that is practiced, which is going to serve the community and you're going to provide the highest level of quality care to your patients. Sarah, you want to add some? Sure, yeah. sure. You know, I think uh, Dr. Tank has spoken, you know, very well about our outreach and how do we reach out into our communities and collaborate with multiple institutions and uh, different centers of learning. I think. I think a key piece of strategic growth is also looking inward. Right. So, you know, here at Hackensack, you know, we're, we're very fortunate. You know, we started out as, you know, Hackensack Hospital started out with 12 beds in the late 1800s. And I won't say that we have any people left from that time, but we do have many, many longstanding people who have been here. We have a legacy mm -hmm. of devoted workers and human beings who have devoted their lives to this institution. And um, really, as a family, I have to say we still are, even though we're a large academic institution, more than 700 beds, et cetera, we're still a family at heart. And one of the things when we think about growth is 
How can we strategically leverage that tacit knowledge that so many of our team members have developed over 20, 30, even 40 or 50 years of working in healthcare, particularly serving this community in New Jersey? And I think that the, the investment in our human capital is just as important as our investment in innovations, new discoveries, and research. Yeah, I think that's well said. Um, but I'll, I'll say one thing, Laura, that as we grow, evolve, and uh, we become, you know, we, we, we become one of the largest centers in New Jersey. Uh, we are a quaternary center right now, um, and we have all the cutting-edge technology to deliver to our patients. But I think the most important thing at the core of this is uh, the patient, right? Uh, what, what kind of patient experience do you deliver to the community that comes through your doors? And how do you continue providing that care across the continuum? We truly believe in building hospital without walls because we are in a we are the heart of the community and the community is the heart of the hospital right so it's a it's it's really a great collaboration that we have with our communities and delivering that care across the continuum continuum and keeping our patients healthy in the community is really our goal that's great to hear and so interesting to see and think about how that a hospital you know without walls uh, type of mentality and that strategy you know is something that um, will really evolve over the next several years. Now, as we wrap up our, this conversation, I wanted to ask you both about leadership. What are the pieces of advice that you would give to emerging leaders today? It's amazing, right? Like uh, this is this is the ongoing conversation that happens every day. I think each of one each one of us is emerging as a leader every single day as you walk into the building or walk out of that building. I think the I think for me, um, no individual can know everything, right? Um, so collaboration to me is a key factor. It builds trust. Um, it builds credibility. It helps you stay grounded, and it also helps you, you know, keep your uh, pulse on reality. And and what do I mean by all those things, right? So when you collaborate, you tend to be leading from the front line. You are partnering with your colleagues and your teams. And when you do those things, it really eliminates power distance. And I think that is so critical for success. And um, Hackensack University Medical Center and the Hackensack Meridian Health is a high reliability organization. So for us, the important thing is, you know, uh, deference to expertise. But the most important thing to me is, go is to say to every leader is, you know, preoccupation with failure. Because if you continue to do that every time and if you – if that's your compass, you are always going to deliver the best care and you're going to be that best leader that uh, you could be that particular day. So listening is important and listening to the folks at the sharp end is really critical. Sarah, you wanna? Sure, sure. Add to that, yeah. You know, Laura, it's, it's very timely that you asked this question. You know, we, we talk about this on a regular basis, particularly as we were navigating the challenges, you know, that were just so immense with COVID. And what we did find is that something really critically important is to set aside and honor time for self-reflection, time to look inside. And you know, it's really important for us to look within ourselves in order to be able to lead with integrity. And I think that leading with integrity is what inspires trust and um, sort of keeps the team cohesive and keeps us together. 
before we can attempt to bring a team forward, I think it's very important to understand, look for, and define our own why. You know, why are we doing this? What is our purpose? We need to find it. We need to be able to communicate it. And then the entire team can work together. And, and I think it's really critical to, to, to understand that in, in these challenging times, it, it's not enough to lead. We have to inspire. And so to sum it all up, I think honoring our own internal purpose and then sharing that purpose with a team that feels the same way is really a key to effective leadership. I think, I think Sarah, you touched on it, um, and you hit on it absolutely, that do not underestimate the power of your own why mm -hmm. and finding your purpose, because the way that can drive you and inspire you, it's going to help you uh, you know, navigate any storm yeah. that is <laughs> about to come or you are in one, and it, it really, truly builds bridges all across. So mm -hmm. I think uh, that was well summed, Sarah. Yeah, thank you. Well, that's some really great advice, I think, for leaders and really for anybody as they're entering their professional sphere to just keep in mind, you know, that collaboration is so important, making sure that you're elevating yourself every day as well. And then setting aside that time for reflection and uh, leading with integrity, I think, is is um, a great way to understand your why and then be able to use that motivation to move forward. Dr. Tank, Dr. Tima Perry, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been really a fascinating discussion and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you so much, Laura. It was a pleasure and um, you gave us a moment to reflect ourselves too. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. Always a pleasure.